Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance love messages. And on that note, as long as you are aware of your attachment system and your attachment category, you will already be ahead of the game compared to so many people. Okay, and on that note, when you're a functional adult, your entire life, this simply means that you are a person who has consistently been able to tend to your emotional self. So all emotions that you have felt as a person growing up. And this is from my community and anybody who's new. And, and remember, these are food for thoughts, meaning they're not facts. They're not truths. I'm not spelling out some rule book. <laughs> I'm a human. You're a human. And the content is educational, but it's educational in a way of for those who are doing personal development. And that spirituality process is you moving into your functional adulthood. And it's a lot of in-depth exploration. Now, the people who stay with the stories, the 4D mystics, they consistently stay more interested in, how can I explain it? Um, I'm going to use, I was watching a video and, and we need every person of our lovely plane is important because we build information together. And this is the area that sometimes I will forget me, Maria, because I will notice where people are limiting human consciousness. So 4D mystics have this tendency in any person who actually has yet to become their own functional adult. They all, all people who are not yet emotionally mature so that they don't have a three-year-old heart that is spontaneous and open. I use the three-year-old because that's the first three years of our life are all implicit memory. It's all sensation. So if you have sensations towards human beings that are, ah, you're all unsafe and untrustworthy, okay? So you're like, ah, I can't trust anyone. That's, I'm, I'm going to break it down to this. So essentially, it isn't about not being able to see what's happening outside. I know what it means to look outside at the world. I'm talking about the sensations in your body and the subjective experience. And so every human being, as long as they disregard their body's sensations towards humanity, they disregard their inner child. And they disregard their opportunity to move out of what is their adaptive child and become their functional adult. To the very least, this is a, like a very basic, okay? So they don't, learn, they don't learn to love themselves. They don't contemplate why it would be confusing, why it would feel shaming. They don't contemplate anything and they don't, in fact, move into becoming a functional adult. They can have all the secure attachment they want, but if they're an adaptive child, because we all have charge states, that means they stay in the, oh, I was heartbroken, oh, we have to suffer, to the very least degree. Okay, so they don't know the love that their body has for them yet, because they don't know how to consistently navigate life with their ventral vagal state. And they can do all the yoga and be into all of the geometrics. So back to the example was, there's this a lady was talking about geometric figures, why it was important, and I didn't watch it all, I will go and look at it, because there are definite areas of importance when bringing together the alchemy of those of us who are mystics, okay, so those who are in the in-between, we look to people that talk about, I mean, I don't personally anymore, because once I got the gist of 
all that is the energy sphere it's energy and that's it there's nothing else to say so the more important part that i connected to and that i bring to you is the attachment category trauma big t's and small t's and your brain development and everything that is related to how your brain works you the human you because see this is where people ignore that they get clairs the 4d mystics they think they're fortune tellers and we had fortune tellers in 3d plane for reasons that we don't need to explore but i could explain it if i had to but this is not the place to do that and and see again it's a subjective experience so i can explain what i know and how i can bring to you the arrival of my my expanding consciousness brain me maria filter and yes tell you okay well of course the denser energy but also the lack of knowledge about how we're made there you go very straightforward and our brains evolve also fyi and so do a lot of other things around us change so it's a, it's a in-depth conversation that can be explored but why why would we explore a one answer for everything although again if you're ever curious let me know i'll make an episode for it but back to us and what i was trying to channel love is a three-year-old who has an open and spontaneous heart it's a person who does not have heartbreak okay so some of us don't have heartbreak because we learned how to hold ourselves in equanimity when people whether grown-ups or not didn't show up for us once you learn how to hold yourself any one of you tuning in here with equanimity this means that you don't have the self-worth failure chit chat of inner critic or outer critic you sit and you understand one mentally but also emotionally how to sit with yourself with those likes and dislikes with a emotion and or more but to get to this whole heart those who have attachment insecurity it's a different uh, path so their spirituality awakening and process because we're always awakened but they're moving into their spirituality completely which is aka learning how to harness their own emotional regulation with their attachment system and their social system learning how to use their human being brain but also learning to understand how their mind and their brain work and how their relationships have an impact so you will develop your first year of life the attachment category and then the attachment category it's not fixed in stone but it will manifest itself within your relationships until you choose to take a look at yourself and this is why when i see people saying oh humans suck humans you can't trust them they, they made a choice a very conscious choice once that trust got broken where they didn't have whether it was one of their caregivers or all of their caregivers or their household not show up in one way shape or form so the minute that they did not get seen in a way of i compassionately unconditionally love you for who you are as you feel and think so your behavior and whatever you're expressing from those emotional planes because see getting seen is not about you getting seen physically that's behavior management getting seen emotionally involves right brain right brain because the right brain and remember people who have ptsd when they look in people's eyes they have their alert system go off because they did not receive a household environment that was safe for them to be themselves they received a household environment that was not where it was okay for them to be who they are emotionally so if a three-year-old gets yelled at because they're playing superhero they did not 
get allowed to feel joyous. They got shamed for expressing their child side. And that's why there are more people than not who have situations with themselves because they don't know how to see their three-year-old in an adult way and say, I am perfect just the way I am with my imperfections and not just say it because you can say it. You can think it. Your body is what will feel it. And if it doesn't feel it, and here's that felt sense of self, and here are those who have attachment insecurities, they won't feel it. They will feel very different. And if they were truly smart human beings, then they'd say, you know what, wait a minute. I should not be feeling shitty about myself. That's actually a contradiction. I'm in my brain. I'm living this life. I am me. And it's very simple. So when people talk about what an inner child wound is, though, Patrick Tiahan, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm looking for something in my notes and I can't find it because I need to share with you all the right brain, what we get to do with the right brain. Here we go. So our right brain is our nonverbal. It's the non-speaking language. Okay. And it looks at eye contact, facial expression, tone of voice, posture, gestures, timing, intensity. And it sends and receives information, so we communicate. If I have a caregiver, and my primary caregiver at that, that doesn't see me, they don't see the self, the emotional self of me, I will not be getting seen. And so I will not be feeling seen, which means I will not know how to feel. In fact, the avoidant attachment category does not have a relationship with their emotional body or their seat of empathy and the right mode has no uh, experiences or it's when they do the attachment adult interview that a person who has avoidant doesn't typically have emotional experiences meaning it's very factual it's very mathematical so they got managed behaviorally but there's a, a way of not feeling Ambivalent, on the other hand, they have an inconsistent way that they get tended to. So the ambivalent actually has a challenge with figuring out what's going on and they actually get ramped up. So their nervous system goes into overdrive because it's like freaking out kind of thing. Like, uh, uh, what am I, am I going to get fed? Am I not? Am I going to be dropped and or not dropped? And Drop doesn't mean that they drop you. It means that a person, the caregiver, while they're with you, they can all of a sudden dissociate because that can happen. So long story short, these are all people who don't know love yet, by the way, and disorganized, they actually have not only the inability to get seen for who they are and, they, and so their sense of self doesn't get felt, they also are not soothed. So they're not safe or secure. And so they actually have complete uncertainty in all ways, shapes, and forms. And so what we find, and I'm learning this from, again, Daniel Siegel. The attachment stuff is all from Daniel Siegel, even though I did also get some from my lovely NICBM trauma courses. So, But right now, he's the one who's explaining. And, and even for NICABM, they all, the therapists take courses or know of Daniel Siegel. He's impacted greatly the field and it's amazing to have him out there. And this is 
why bringing spiritual spirituality and human elements together is important. And so 5D mystics, they will know of this and our 5D collective are gathering as we, as I continue to make episodes and ensure that people know we have Claire's, we are okay with woo-woo stuff. We're not flat earthers though. So we're okay with woo-woo stuff, meaning, yeah, my oversoul, amazing. And that's why we don't have saga and we don't do canceling contracts or any of that. This is objectifying people and not growing up and actually deciding to shame someone for being themselves versus being an adult and knowing that every person began their life at a zero year of age. And if they don't know their attachment system, their three-year-old, they don't know who they are yet. They only know their protective false self. And their protective false self isn't going to be dangerous. If they are in any way, shape, or form physically dangerous, they end up in prison. And if they in any way, shape, or form become rude, they will be told you're, you're being rude by a 5D mystic. Uh, and that's why there's not a level of danger when a person is going to be either shaming, blaming, faulting, or even the revenging, envy, jealousy, spite. You know how many people I know in my life, at least a handful that get bitter, they project their adaptive child all the time because their inner child is pissy in their pants inside and I don't do anything about it because it's not my inner child, it's their inner child and they don't want to do anything about it. They, they blame a lot of things. So their energy doesn't affect another person because it's their nervous system. You know how to be a differentiated self when you're 5D mystic. Why we don't need to protect from people. There's not an energy vampire. The only people who have those relationships are people in 4D land. Okay, so uh, moving back to Daniel and sharing with you what is more important, not 4D. 4D is a lot of people who don't actually recognize themselves. And so on that note, as I was saying, for avoidant, what you have is a person who becomes differentiated, but they don't link so they weren't allowed to link so that's the rupture that takes place and so as they move forward in life they will in fact present that they are themselves but they don't need to link and so that means they don't link emotionally in fact they tend to be people who want to control their environment to the extent of in school when they first start to go to school they don't ask for help even if they need help they will not ask for help and they will want to be controlling of their stuff because they learn that they have to take care of themselves all by themselves. And then they learned how to, they didn't learn the body had to disconnect from emotions because there's no emotional relationship. And so if anything starts to come up emotionally, that brings the zero one-year-old to remember that moment or the various moments where they were not seen and so it's actually painful that's why the seat of empathy and their emotional body is disconnected because they cannot even empathize with themselves because you're that young you're a one-year-old again and so they go into rigidity but that's why they control their environment so they can go soft if they begin to create a relationship with their inner self first of all and they start to say okay wait a minute I and emotions are not the best of friends, nor am I the best of friends with my empathy. And I did bring all of this forth in all of my relationships and in my environment. It's not a bad thing. It's a thing. I can learn to do this. That's why the psych education is important and people don't look into it. 
with themselves in mind, excuse me, to say, like, you know what, let me go find out about me first. Once they do, or here's the other part. If a person, and this is why the love messages, if a person gets seen by another human being, this is my enlightenment soul age group, Zen masters, only those people that are here know what I'm talking about. Because you will know through and through your three-year-old spontaneous loving heart that has no heartbreak of, oh, people, they suck, okay? So again, when people don't show up, what do we learn? We learn the data point. They won't show up. You know, I actually am a person who is very much a believer in doing the best you can to ensure people know that you are, what's the word? That you can be yourself. But I'm also a person who's very committed to having people be able to be sure about stuff. Because, you know, you don't want to leave interactions half. You need to bring it full circle. Okay, so there is this moment that I had a situation go down. And I'll never forget it because I had hunches. And I made a very conscious decision that I would all by my lonely old self do this thing, which would have ended up having me find myself stranded, potentially, potentially stranded. Okay, so I'm saying I consciously in my brain evaluated my options and I said, you know what, I am not going to leave this half done. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and if I'm stranded, it's okay. I'll figure it out. And this is where I didn't have that much money at the time. So it would have been a bit challenging. And I did reach out to some people that I consider family. And I told them what I was planning and why and what my potential situation would have been like and that I would have needed actual support. And my friends, none of them were available. So I had reached out to those who I knew could potentially help me. So that if I did get stranded, I'd have a way to get somewhere else. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Oh, and the way my friend was like, you know, I'm so sorry. I actually can't. And I'm like, seriously? And then I actually told another friend of mine and he said, next time, tell me. And this friend, I know for a fact, he would be there. So I was like, okay, I will keep that one in mind. And here it's because he has the economical availability. He's also a very uh, wise human being and he's he's a... He's a friend, so I hadn't thought of him because I know that he lives near me. So I didn't need somebody who lives near me. I needed somebody that lived somewhere else because I was going to be stranded somewhere else. But like I said, he has finances and therefore he could have supported. Long story short, none of this was necessary. But my point of sharing the story is that the decision to do this is because for the person who knows what they want, you know what you want, that's it. You, you, you make a decision, you close the wheel. If you don't want it, you don't want it, but you need to come clear with your decision, meaning you need to own it. You need to own, not need. It's the way you move forward in life is by closing your experiences up, okay? So making sure that you are certain requires activity. Since some people don't like to take action, others instead do. And on that note, 
like I said, I was good with actually the no-show because that was what I foresaw was a no-show. And I was like, yeah, but I need to see it with my eyes because you know what? This is going to be the full confirmation and all I need is to see that you are taking an action that is in action. There you go. Done deal. Like I said, sometimes people don't know who they are until they're presented with the opportunity to be come their higher self and when they disengage from that opportunity it's because they choose to not take action fear takes over a lot of people don't know their three-year-old i know my three-year-old which is why even if i had been stranded i would have been a-okay the decision was made on purpose in my brain yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and then i'm going to at least have my closure not anything that needs to be spoken of because see when people are not grown-ups there's no need to talk because there's not a person in the room and here's where love doesn't change because a person can't show up no a person gives you a data point of what they're capable of humanly speaking and we all are flawed and imperfect and when it comes to emotions let's get back to our lovely attachment categories shall we as i said the ambivalent they go chaotic so they learn not really how to differentiate. They also uh, don't learn too much about linkage. And they, in fact, have a challenge. Which one is it? They have a challenge just with knowing anything. But the way that Daniel Siegel explains it is a lot clearer. And I want you to hear it. So let me find it in my notes. But they do have emotions. It's just that the emotions, they get really... Um, they get so confusing that they don't know how to differentiate. So they don't know how to say, is it my feeling or their feeling? Because as infants, our nervous system is actually going to be involving uh, the other person, the parents and our caregivers. And so they don't learn how to differentiate, which means they get confused about if it's their feelings or not. And then they go into chaos because they're trying to figure out how to make sure that everything goes well emotionally. And their nervous system is all revved up. This organized, on the other hand, because they will be living frightened behavior. So they'll be terrified about something. And they might even have frightening. They're being scared by the caregiver. So they're scaring the heck out of a poor infant and or dissociated. Which means that the caregiver is in a dissociative state. So their mind is fragmented and that will be terrifying to an infant and a child. Let's say I come home drunk and I'm dissociated. That, that infant is going to perceive it and they're going to be afraid. And in that case, they are being left alone completely or even being left alone completely. So person doesn't know linkage or differentiation. And inside their body, it's between chaos and rigidity because... They just don't have anyone to connect to. And so on that note, they have a fragmented sense of self. Now, when people grow up, they today manifest a lot of different behaviors and they can all hurt people. Who hurt people can go and find out good therapy. There's bad therapists. And as I was trying to get to before, what a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group is, is a person who has secure attachment, they know how to self-regulate, 
and they know how to handle themselves in moments of distress and they know how to take their own secure base so launching pad go and do something adventurous that you might not want to do but you're going to do it anyways because you know what we follow through why why does this secure attachment follow through because we are flexible adaptive coherent energized which means vital alive not in arousal we're alive in our ventral vagal state stable reliable we're consistent so when I speak, I speak because I've thought about it. And when I do, I do because I want to. And if I make a mistake, I know how to own it. And I know how not to be ashamed because I'm a differentiated self. So when a person meets that and they have attachment wounds, they will meet something that they've never met before. And all of those individuals who have the insecure, the non-secure attachment including the disorganized, will be left not knowing how to handle it if they decide that they want to play a game that they don't know they're playing, which means I want to live out my trauma story, my attachment wound story with a person. And so what happens is that they find a person who is not going to disengage from consistently showing up in the same way they showed up yesterday. But they also are going to find a person who consistently, with love and respect, that doesn't mean filtering. No, no. Three-year-old adults don't filter our mouths or our emotions for that matter, especially when we're dealing with people in our intimate relationships, because intimacy means that I'm going to share with you how I feel and how I think, and I'm not going to treat you like a baby, because if I needed to treat you like a baby, then what is this? A relationship of what? Okay, so people who don't know their attachment category, they don't know that they have sensitive egos. Yeah, that's why, like I was saying, getting used to projection. I was a teenager. I just thought it was teenagers. Now I know it's big trauma, small trauma, attachment category. Learn attachment categories you've learned about people. And I've seen all three of them. Yep, they all have a pattern. It's very straightforward. Secure attachment people, our pattern is that we have fun in life and we enjoy expanding. And on that note, be loving and compassionate and kind to those who do not know how to show up and be reliable. You don't have to engage in a relationship, but that would be very much uh, your awareness. The minute you don't show up for me is the minute that you've shown me that you are incapable of showing up because you're choosing not to do anything. And that includes silence. So when somebody chooses silence, that's closure as well because they've chosen once again to make a statement of, I will take inaction. And this does not change the love that is between people. Securely attached people don't create relationships because we need to be seen by other people. We are always sharing joy. That's why our oversoul expands. Okay, so on that note, you all will have had plenty of time to have closure from your past, which is where some of you made certain choices. You, you realized that you gave and gave and gave or whatever took place. There were some trust breaks or more. And you've moved into, if you're a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, into softness. And so we have fun and we love people. And when we're dealing with those who are rigid or chaotic, we will feel their nervous system, which is why we'll back off and we'll know that we're not going to have fun over there. Those are not three-year-olds that know how to handle their emotions. They don't know how to self-regulate yet. They don't know how to be their own safe haven. They don't know how to follow anything because they don't have a launching pad that they consistently navigate on. No, nope. they are undecided because they don't sit with their body and say, wait a minute. 
I can learn all about being a human first. And once I learn about being a integrated brain, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because there are people who consider themselves intellectually smart and I've shared with them the integrated brain and the attachment category and they all will roll their eyes and say, no, no, I'm good, it's humans that suck or bitterly say, no, no, it's the devil that won and or I need to suffer because I'm a martyr or whatever. And it's like, okay. So people who are loved ones, they, they actually disregard very helpful information of how they could become their own piece of Purusha Prakriti. Luckily for us, the listeners here are interested and the ones who are interested are the ones who are going to keep on moving into the expanding of their consciousness and know that spirituality process is aka you being a functional adult, which is why we don't get conned unless we, one time I told my story, that was why I was like, man, you're so fucking stupid. Even though I didn't mean it in a crappy way, it was because I literally (laughs) fell for shit. But I was like, yeah, that's because you were desperate, Maria. And you forgot that there are no shortcuts, but really you were hoping there would be a shortcut. Ah, Let's go to that, the hope part. Because the hope part is where when people are functional adults already, and that means for my lovely three-year-old hearts, the ones of you who stayed whole, I'm going to share another story for you of where... The self-awareness is the most amazing because when you're expanding consistently your entire life, you're just self-aware of your thoughts and emotions. So you don't project them, but you're like having aha moment after aha moment after aha moment. It's always love. So love doesn't ever die. Our trust is not broken. We understand that people cannot show up for us if they cannot show up for themselves. So when when someone does not know how to love themselves, They find that phrase confusing. I now know that I have in front of me a person who has a defectiveness, shame, safe haven. No, safe, nothing. They're not safe. That's the point. They don't know who they are yet. They're protecting themselves from the entire world because humans are untrustworthy. So I will not be engaging in any type of relationship because that person is going to immediately be on the, no, that's not true. But I know that I don't have a three-year-old who's spontaneous. So it's going to be a person who's calculative and who has, who knows what kind of thoughts going in their brain and because they're not able to be present and to tune and to then align with somebody different than themselves and then to trust. They don't know how to depart. So present, attuning, resonating, and trusting means that you are here and I'm a person. My name's Maria and you're another person and you don't human-splain me ever. This is what it means to be a functional adult, expanding consciousness ever, I said again, because you would understand that you have thoughts and feelings and I have thoughts and feelings. The minute you're present, it means that you don't have your little chit chatter going on. And oh, by the way, when you go home at night, you don't make up stories in your brain either. And if you are, well, then you're not a person who knows how to trust. You don't know how to expand consciousness. You don't trust humans. You don't trust yourself yet because you obviously don't trust your gut either. And oh, by the way, you're a teenager. So here's where all the teenagers live. That's why we got 4D land and they will keep on doing teenage land. (laughs) Yes, because you can tell how much pseudo aliveness, it's a fake aliveness. I've gotten described that phrase and I'm like, wow, okay, now I know. Pseudo aliveness. And that's because people who have their default mode network only online when they're in hypervigilance are the people who have inner child with trauma, big T, small T, and they are deciding to continue to stay their heartbroken three-year-old. But they come together in groups and find solace. And that's the nice thing. They have their silverbacks. They find solace. In the meantime, in the real world, thankfully, we go vote. We have 
important educators out there spreading the word about good information and that's why we're doing things so in the meantime for us ihp we get to learn how to continue to build grown-up relationships become grown-ups learn how to emotionally master yourself and then you can do a lot of great things because that vitality that purusha and prakriti is your nervous system it's you with an integrated brain so let me go back to your integrated brain and how this works it works in knowing about hope and desperation and not crapping on yourself because you're human and not thinking of it as something weak or strong because it's a bullshit statement weak or strong i mean i am weak i'm physically weak does anybody not know that emotions why are we talking about strength it's your attachment system in your brain you learn how to use your nervous system it's a muscle yes it is a muscle but it's in your body it's it's called gray and white matter anybody Anybody want to make it into, you know, a little strength competition? No. So well, let me say this. When it's people who are securely attached, I know that I'm on an equal plane. They just made up some bullshit stories in their brain. And so they are, what am I going to say? I feel very comfortable saying, you just chose how to be a dramatic person when you're a teenager. If I'm meeting people who have instead attachment wounds, that's a different story. Then I know I'm out of... I'm out, meaning I need to be respectful of the time it takes them to not only learn about their attachment category, but then to, if they want to, learn to rewire themselves because they're going to feel uncomfortable trying to do things in a certain way. But that's where if they take ownership of their own stuff, then we have a conversation. If they don't and they project their attachment wounds and their Big T's, small T's on me? Mm, that's a different story. I'm going to be like, huh, uh, no, I don't think so. And no, and no, and no. So while some people, they get into the whole attachment styles, so they build relationships and they actually go into a whole bunch of things I'm not going to get into right now. I'm just going to say this. Those who do therapy, it's great that we have therapists out there. And I love seeing the attachment relationship people out there helping the people who want to navigate their intimate relationships that way. Over here, we're talking about something very different. It doesn't mean we don't do therapy. No, we all can do therapy. It's all very important. What I'm saying is a securely attached person who is able to take accountability for their own mouth And to show up, or at least to say, no, I won't show up, I'm talking with people who want to be here. Okay, so for therapy, there are therapists. For personal development and enlightenment, so age of material stuff, you come, 5D mystic stuff, you come and you embark. But it means you know how to be unconditionally loving with yourself and others, and it's not confusing. And that the plane of the devil and demons is a plane in the mind's eye, and it has no place on earth actually recently i watched a great video i can't wait to get writing i already have another book in mind so when, when when i get old when i'm retired i think i'll be able to write all of our ihp book series or we'll just chit chat about it okay so channeled guidance as you've learned how to be your own whole three-year-old heart for those of you who are here what i was going to say was we know when hope is near so we know when we still have this hope or faith or fate That's why we move beyond spirituality completely. But the story that I was going to share with you was not where I was with any clairs at all. <laughs> no clairs whatsoever. So I had this thing take place. It was two events, two specific events. And I remember being hopeful. And 
both occasions of actually potentially someone following through and showing up. And I remember because obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but yes, lo and behold, they didn't show up in neither one of those instances, although their mouth had said that they would show up. So they spoke words. They spoke words that I said, okay, we'll see. And so by the second time, I already knew. They said, they, they, uh, you know, it was really beautiful. I don't even know where I saved that email. But um, they, they, they said something very beautiful that they meant. That they, they were very happy and proud, stuff like that. Um, but long story short, I knew that they might not show up because they hadn't showed up one time. And, then in the, and so I already had had that one time. Once a person shows their pattern, it's pretty clear. But you always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. So the feeling of hope, we can consistently have it and be aware of it. This is what I was trying to get to and not project it. So it is not something that because they didn't show up the first time, oh, now they've broken my trust. Now I can't trust them anymore. Now I can't. That's how people live their life. They like start counting on the number of their fingers, all of these emotional wounds that instead of tending to them and saying it's a person this is a data point this is them showing to me who they are this is them showing to me what they can do this is them that's it this is a secure connection you will learn how people behave based on how they behave and you will learn what level of intimacy and some don't want any intimacy they don't have intimacy within their relationships because the minute that you are consistently mistrusting everyone in fact this is why this gets so tiresome (laughs) that's people who consistently have these stereotypes in their mouth no person as long as they want to keep talking to me about oh you can't trust people will know what love is freely a free freely loving person is a person who knows every person can fuck up that's that's it and if they're grown up enough then they take ownership and that means they have balls That's the moment that you know a person has balls is when they can say, I take ownership, but they can do it with their head held high means that they tap into their infinite higher human consciousness potential experience because they know we're all imperfect. All human beings are, and they understand what I've been talking for the first half hour, the attachment system. So we all have one, which is why if you are not harnessing yours, then you're going to fall for the whole social system, which means your peers are the ones who are going to pull strings about your emotions. And that's why you also fall people who don't have a whole three-year-old heart for the silverbacks. And you have some other people leading your emotional strings, and that's where you're not yet your own piece of vital, meaning energetic, because you need a feeling of sense of safety that is provided by external and this conceptually but also physically i'm trying to describe to you right now so your love and that means your ventral vagal nervous system your excitement your joy anything and and this is only if you're in a person who's aware of yourself so you know the difference between feeling alive and arousal okay so those who don't live drama right now i'm talking to people who know equanimity land let me specify excuse me at the very least, in your body. If you don't have an awareness of the difference, keep tuning in, but there's a difference. What I'm talking about are people who know the elixir of life. You know how it is to feel soft and cuddly and you're good with gooey, okay? So you're, you're all over 
You're all over compassion. That's how I'm going to put it. You're all over giggly. You're all over the gooeyness. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. If instead this creates a, uh, okay, please pause. Understand that that is your nervous system that didn't get the gooeyness. And so here we have potential attachment wounds. This is not a diagnosis. I don't do diagnoses. However, when people understand attachment categories are not fixed, the minute that you're aware that it's a mechanism and you can unlearn the unsafety within your own body, you start to create intimacy with your own nervous system, embodied brain. Hopefully you understand. It is very straightforward, but it is a process that you choose and as Patrick Tiahan, inner, he's a childhood trauma survivor, healed, healing, and therapist. As he says, there are people who they need therapy. And this is because they need time and the psych education. So I provide it, but I also understand what Patrick Tiahan says, primarily because a person needs to be motivated to want to be their self. And when they have an attachment category that is in the insecure ah like i said there's a lot of people who i don't have any type of situation to spell out because they don't know how to show up emotionally and i thought it was teenagers now i'm an adult no no it's attachment wounds and categories and people who take the route of i'm gonna have fucking and alcohol and drugs and I'm going to do all this shit and think it's cool because the movie said so and then I'm going to talk about humans as sucking and evil one and all this other shit and that's what I got to see they tainted it all they still taint it 4D doesn't help thankfully we got educators and I've always enjoyed learning so here human 101 a whole three-year-old heart no one breaks my heart because they don't know how to be loving no actually it's very clear that they don't know how to be loving. The minute you treat anyone like shit or you treat yourself like shit, you don't know love. It's not a genius's world in the brain of a person, though, who knows I have feelings because I'm a human and I'm not going to sob about it or make it make up some bullshit teenage story of, oh, <laughs> nobody's here for me. I said that to myself once. And I was like, what are you saying? You got family right over there next door. <laughs> what are you talking about? So when you take your emotions seriously, there you go. You know love. And on that note, the three-year-old whole heart loves compassion. So when we're dealing with people who don't show up and we hope that they show up and we know that they won't show up and we're our own adult, we know how to sit in. It's normal, Maria, or whatever your names are. Whoever is here already, it's normal here. It's normal there. We don't like to accept things that are sad. It's normal. Why would anybody like to actually have people you love not show up especially when they do love you mm, let's think about that one yeah okay so here's where we always learn from our loved ones and what i've learned and what i share with you consistently is that nobody breaks the trust of a three-year-old whole heart it's a person who knows i have thoughts and feelings of my own i call it ego i call it an ego self you have thoughts and feelings of your own I rule my world from my brain and you rule your world from your brain. And guess what? You have a mind and a brain and your relationships and I do too. And it's not the devil or demons, although some people do see it. I get that part. I have Claire's. I know about my mind's eye. I love what I get to download. All of it, all the time. 
And no, I don't have encounters that are awful. That's because I know that that plane is an imagination plane and because it doesn't, it doesn't exist in 2023, meaning that's one of the ways that in time consciousness got to expand because consciousness is what was the words that Sadhguru used, Shiva and Shakti, right? So any person who wants to talk to me about spirituality and then they want to understand it and they want to keep on addressing it with fear what they don't understand is that i know consciousness they don't if they did they'd understand what it means you got two options which one are you going to choose there's your free will now let's see how many of you have your emotional plane in equanimity until you do you don't know what you're choosing yet because you ain't your adult you don't use your brain no no and you don't use your mind, and you don't use your relationships. If you'd been smart, then you would have looked at yourself first of all and say, oh, wait a minute, I come from that household. Let me go get those good mental health professionals so that I can lead with my smart brain. You know, it's, it's funny because the people think it's an evil world. No, no, the ones who learned how to do what they do, there's a bunch of stories for you, and we're not going to go down that path. So leaving that to the side, because we have systems, are, they are in place to protect us, so we don't need to spend time in the land of what the adaptive child does and that's where again they create a crisis in their own brain and they ruminate and they live their life in inactivity we don't need to do anything to distance people people who don't love they will distance themselves because they actually don't show up in life and they have patterns that are not actually um invigorating they will isolate it's a sad thing so at the end of the day we have right now people who are creating their groups and one of the groups are those of us who want to be the reliable people that we are and we do what we say we're going to do and we watch our words to the best of our ability we do apologize when people are sensitive and they say ah how dare you <laughs> and then we hear people so we get to see each other and we get to see all of all of me, all of you, all of us, the 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. We are able to see people for who they are. And if their sense of self is secure, great. If it's not, great. In all ways, shapes or forms, we're going to look at them with the eyes that are going to say, you are allowed to be different from whatever my expectations might be because I'm not you and you're not me. And we still link together because... We're here, aren't we? We're talking, we're friends, whatever it is. So I have compassionate communicating words and eyes, and I look at you with that integrated communication, and I create an integrated relationship because I have the ability to say, here are how I feel, and here is how I think. How do you feel and think? And then we can have an exchange that is very freely living, and when we meet those who don't know how to be life-sensitive, we know how to be the grown-ups who shut the fuck up and allow them to do their shit, and then we're out. And we know, okay, they can't show up. Can't. The ones who can show up, it's because they are flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized. Their body is vital, not aroused. Vital. And they are also stable. So they know how to say, this is where I fuck up. And this is where I don't fuck up. And this is what I know about me. And this is what I don't know about me. And here's how they're going to always, in harmony, the adults. We have a way that we talk. 5D land is all adult land. 
and that's why it's Loveland. So we don't have any issue with closing our circles because we will always make sure to know what we are dealing with in a way that will satisfy our curiosity, meaning let me find out if I need to maintain hope or not. No, okay, I don't. So on that note, the story that I shared, it was very straightforward for me that the hope is normal to have, so is faith and fate. And when those moments arose again, because they always arise when we have situations that take place that are heartbreaking, the same emotions get to be explored from equanimity. It's normal, humanly speaking, that we will invest in our relationships. That's all. And that no one breaks trust. People who show up, they can. People who cannot show up, they cannot show up. People who are badass, they are consistently reliable. People who are pretending to be badass, they are not reliable. They are pretending to be badass. So what you can find is a stereotype, a generalization. You can find their pattern. You can find them talking about why you have to suffer in life versus no, no, uh, you can learn not to suffer in life. You will find those who want the patterns to keep moving forward. No, it's not that. They don't have the ability to know themselves yet because they still have a protective false self lens their shame defectiveness button, their trauma, whether big or small, whatever and whoever broke their trust, whoever didn't show up and however that happened, whatever their story is, instead of saying, I can show up for me emotionally, mentally, physically, and I don't need to taint the entire world. Again, this, this varies to the degree of where a person, but this is the conversation. I don't have to taint the entire world and human beings with the word, I can't trust anyone, and I can't trust, <laughs> because you didn't show up for me the way I thought you would, I demand, so we have all these three-year-olds out there, that's what we got, when they're not whole, <laughs> hearts, no, we're all three-year-olds, by the way, I'm a three-year-old, but the difference is this, no one broke my trust, so when you're connected to Purusha Prakriti, this is what it means, spirituality process <laughs> humans they're awesome do they show up well who knows let's find out shall we let's see what you're ready to do so what i love more than anything remember i think i told you today i love challenges yeah i got challenged you know what i always see mm, people that don't trust love and intimacy yeah they can talk a lot oh, i've seen some talkage wow i'll never forget one of my talkages and that one, for example, I was so humored when what happened took place, but I was like, thank goodness, I'm so happy. <laughs> I, was, I was actually so nervous about this thing. And I was like, what is this deal, Maria? Why, why would it be this way? Well, and I had a whole way that I, I explored it because, oh yes, that's right. So when you're a solo polyamorous person, you have your life, like, I know everything that I want to build, all of it. The solo is not because you're alone. It's that you're your own safe haven, secure base. And when you know that some people don't know who they are, so they don't know how to be mature, you're like, oh, damn, I don't want to have to deal with a broken-hearted three-year-old. Because, yeah, so long story short, we don't like to have to, like, say no. We don't like to reject people who are already rejecting themselves. And what I should say is that when you love somebody so when you love people you do understand the ego sensitive stuff is what i'm on a serious note so always just remember 
it's opportunity for conversation. So for me, for example, luckily, like I said, I didn't have to have a conversation. <laughs> but in the meantime, while I was waiting, and then when finally I was like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to have a conversation. Then I got to settle in and say, okay, wait a minute. Now I need to contemplate all this other stuff over here. Hmm. But no, I didn't actually. So our loved ones, our oversoul. You know what's nice about being a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group with Claire's is that you already know everything you know and you know what you don't know. And you also know why you don't know the stuff that you don't know. And you also know that's always going to be fun to be alive because I'm breathing right now. And the serious business, as Sadhguru points out, let me go find his quote. We'll close out with him because I love when he, he, he does the awesomest stuff. Okay, wait, not that one. One moment, one moment. I have it, I have it. I know I do. It's a screenshot. But he, he has already shared this one here. Your thoughts and emotions are of no existential consequence. They are your creation. You could make them any way you want. And that is a fact. And that's why secure attachment, self-regulation, awesome. So when you're your own three-year-old, whole heart, this is what it's like. And this is your spirituality process. And here, dance does not necessarily mean movement with music. You can work like it is a dance. You can move like it is a dance. You can just dance through your life. Sad guru again. Yes, you oh, you can when you get a hold of your ventral vagal nervous system with or without yoga, by the way. And I do love sad guru, but you don't need yoga. I only met yoga with him because I took his inner engineering course to get into his Shambhavi Kriya course, which then led me to say, you know what, I'm going to do the Yoga of Grace course too. Amazing. I have to say that was really awesome. So they're all beautiful. Oh, and they do help people who have the attachment wounds. But on that note, please remember to take seriously the good mental health professional information because when sensations arise, the thing is the compulsive patterns are actually patterns that self-sue the person. And that's why it's important for them to have good information and not the whole energy vampire dark aura. Now, this doesn't mean people will do what is in their best interest. In fact, I've met more than enough handful and more people. I've been trauma-informed for the past two years somatic informed and most people they don't actually give a shit about how to nurture themselves so that's because they're busy talking about people like the movies versus actually recognizing do i feel that i can be spontaneous and trust people <laughs> it's straightforward you know what's beautiful when you don't lose trust and love is that when you're presented with the opportunity to expand again you immediately are like yeah I might be scared as shit because I already had a lot of people not show up. But you know what? Let's see what you got. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's do this. And it's always a bonus. So here's where when you always love from the three-year-old spontaneous heart, which means you don't attach, you don't need somebody to stick around. That's not what love is. It's the joy that you have being with them. It's the joy that you have being seen. So this is where the bond is different for our oversoul. You get seen by somebody means they see the self that is you. They see your heart and you see their heart. And it's not the muscle. Now is where we're talking about two people who see each other the way that a mother or father, the, the caregiver sees their child. And that's the secure attachment. That, that's that moment. You connect you give each other something. But it's only if a person's open and receptive to more and to see who they are. 
And here's why we give people the opportunity to become their own three-year-old heart. All of us, but the whole three-year-old heart is who I'm talking to. And you know, one, it's amazing because every time I've locked eyes, I can see the higher self of a person. So they're three-year-old and they are amazing. Then uh, comes following. So having to see that not come to fruition. And that's the part where you know it's not our business. It's not our state of consciousness that we are not in the business, as Sadhguru points out, to say to somebody how to lead their life. And luckily, the 5D educators are out there so people will learn about attachment and know how to get to their three-year-old. In the meantime, when we have our relationships, we get to do that with each other, to look at each other with compassion, love, and respect, to secure the attached person. So we give all people the opportunity to see themselves for who they are. They're amazing. We're all flawed and imperfect. Let's love each other and help each other to bring society together and stay grounded. It's, it's, it's earth. It's round. <laughs> We're good. We're moving forward, protecting the future. Tune in for more and have a great day.